First and foremost, Black Lives Matter. Right now, we need to listen to those who have been targeted by this system and amplify their struggle and their voices. We have listed resources and donation links in the description below. Thank you. Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts, but we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! <laughs> Welcome to the Cryptids on Cryptids podcast. Um, I'm Martin. I'm Sid. And we're here to do it to him once again. Um, sorry for the delay, folks. Uh, Thanks for your patience, honestly. Massive cheers. Uh, We are both students, and you know what? Sometimes class and life gets ahead of us, and then we have Uh, to catch up all in the last week. Or at least that's what I was doing. Um... There's was... also been a pandemic. Don't know if you guys were, like, uh, here for that one. Um, that's also a thing. So I've been stuck at my parents' house for Wait, really? a good a bit. <laughs> yeah, there's a pandemic, dude. COVID-19 oh, I... or something along that lines. Ooh, I can't say that on YouTube. We'll get demonetized. Uh, not that I think we were monetized, but whatever. <laughs> what did you say? You can't say COVID-19 on YouTube. They get angry. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. We say fuck on this show. They don't like that either. No, um, I don't think they do. But yeah, they I didn't go. realize I hadn't been outside in a long time. Where have you been? Oh, probably taking those classes. Yeah. Taking those classes and just inside, you know? Yeah. Play, play some video games. I got real baller in some... Minecraft. Oh, shit. I got back into Minecraft. And I can't... Let me tell you, as someone who has been garbage at video games since the day they were born... I'm still bad, but I enjoy it more than I ever have. That's good. You know? Like, That's what's important. Okay. There are certain types of video games that I'm good at. I'm good at, like, three types of video games. I'm good at any turn-based RPG. I'm good at Animal Crossing. And I'm good at Tetris. And that's it. That's all I got going for me. Any type of, like, combat-based video game? Garbage. Like, immediate trash. See, I know all those games is is clicking, but, like... I can't do it. I can't. See, I'm, like, good at video games, but I have a friend that's really good at video games, so I always think that I suck at video games, and that's just kind of where I'm at. Anyway, this has been real fun, but what's our topic this week, Sid? Oh, shit. I forgot that we do that on this show. Uh, yeah, since it's been, been a while, for huh? a while, Yeah, sure has. We felt that we wanted to come back with something a little bit special, so... Today, uh, we're doing the Mothman, everybody's <gasps> boyfriend. My favorite moth son. He's my only moth son. He's my only moth son. I don't like other moths, but him, I'm down to clown. See, okay, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think moths as an actual bug are kind of overlooked. They're cute. They're soft. They make a cute little buzzy sound. Uh, unfortunately, they tend to fly in my face when it's dark outside, and I'm not really too fond of that. That one scares yeah, me a whole lot. Yeah, 
Um, so I usually uh work at a summer camp, um, during the summers. Uh, but obviously not now. Um, due to the thing that happened and the uh, yeah, the world burning down. Um, but there's been I've had a lot of in- instances of mods flying at my face, and one hit me in the eye, and then one time uh, I don't know if you know what a luna moth is, Sid. I do know what a luna moth is. Yeah, yeah. one landed on my face, and it oh, wouldn't my leave. God. It didn't leave. It just was there no, for a you. little while, and I was like, "Okay, bud, you're gonna have to go." But I didn't want to hurt it because they're so cool. But also, like, you kind of have to go. Please do not land on my face. Um, yeah. No, I get that. I didn't think it I learned its lesson, but that's the biggest moth I've seen, and I've heard reports that Mothman is much bigger. So Mothman is a whole lot bigger, which is kind of threatening. Uh, I recently saw this picture that's like Mothman in comparison with a human, and so okay, when you first do your little bit of research about Mothman, you get a weird combination of like actual people who care about the folklore and people being horny on the internet, which is like a very weird line to walk. Cause like I walk that some line of the- every day art you find of mothman is like horrifying vague shadow demon with red eyes and there's like a weird other art that i kind of had to like push to the side a little bit where i'm like okay i need to know how big mothman is in relativity to a human uh he's roughly seven to eight feet tall is what i've gotten seven to eight feet tall tall like big uh i know there is a statue Oh, that's that awesome. exists in West Virginia. Uh, yeah, in Point Pleasant, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Point Pleasant. But okay, so the, the only statue... thing I'm, I know about that statue is from walking this fine line on the internet. Um, I do know that uh, the Mothman statue has a great ass. The Mothman statue is fairly shredded. It's like more shredded than I feel like it should be. I also feel like moths do not have pectoral muscles and. It weirds me out a little bit that Mothman would. Well, then how would he be a man with wings? Because that's the thing, right? Like, birds have pectoral muscles. I mean, otherwise, how would you be mansion? You are not bird theorying me into Mothman. Do not do this to me. Look. I can't. I'm not strong enough. (laughs) (laughs) Not again. All I'm saying. All I'm saying is that he's a big man-like bird with moth-like wings that's valid uh the statue of mothman is 12 feet tall 12 i feel like we should mention it's a tall statue i can't wait to be Uh, less than half the size of this statue i can't wait to be more than less than half of the size of the statue i (laughs) because like okay some of the creatures we research are pretty big. Like, Goatman, you would imagine, would be roughly the same size as a human. Yeah, uh, but with Chihu goat Cabra is roughly the same size as, like, a panther or, like, that type of dog. A British big cat is, like, a big cat, you know? Yeah, we but, have like, reference for how big big cats are. We have reference for how big they are. When you say Mothman, that can be anywhere between, like, a moth-sized man and a man-sized moth. But this is neither. <gasps> this is, like, a, a moth-sized man creature. That's a great. man. Wait, like a tiny, have we considered small... that maybe it's just a really small man that, like, is being given rides by a moth? Have that we considered that? That would be a big that? moth, dude. Oh, I mean, we haven't considered that. But also, the Mothman, I'm pretty sure, 
No, he doesn't have hands. We have never seen the hands of the Mothman. Ooh. There is... Well, technically, okay. You have, like... A lot of the imagery of him has, like, these kind of, like, feeler sort of things. But you never see, like, hands. You know? Because, like, the different sightings they have... Uh, first off, all the different sightings are super sketch for Mothman. Because, like... <laughs> Wait, tell us about some of the sightings. I actually want to know about the sightings of Mothman. Because I actually like, have seen the internet craze. I've been a part of the internet craze. I love Mothman um, and all that he does. I'm sad that I can't high-five him, according to you, but I do want to learn more about his origin story, I guess. Yeah, Mothman's origin story. Technically, the first Mothman sighting in that statement is November 12th, 1966. And, of course, usually when you get a cryptid sighting, you get, like, teenagers, you know, or, like, a singular person out kind of doing their thing and they see something and then they bring it back you know uh this is five men who were digging a grave at a cemetery near like clendon i think it's how that's pronounced clendon clendon west virginia who saw a man-like figure fly low from the trees over their heads and this is like the first sighting of mothman so mothman's birthday is november 12th 1966 and like his first sighting i suppose uh which does Make Mothman a Scorpio, which... A Scorpio? Wait, Mothman's Mothman a Scorpio? A Scorpio, yeah. Which would make Mothman a Scorpio. Make of that what you will. Oh, um, the internet makes sense I'm now. gonna go read about Scorpios. Hold on. Go for it. You read about Scorpios. Well, I unpacked the fact that these five people digging a grave at a cemetery were buzzed by Mothman. Like, that's a flyby, is what that is, if he's flying low over their heads. They were just out here digging a grave, middle of the night, at a cemetery. Do you think get buzzed by Mothman? Imagine that. Do you think he was told by the local birds, like, "Hey, if you fly real low and fast over people, you can poop on them, and they'll never know." And he was trying that out. You think he's doing that? My best shot is he's probably too heavy to fly. Uh, by all known, uh, by all known laws of aviation, the Mothman is too heavy to fly. His wings aren't big enough to get his little body well, off the ground. Sid. Uh, so are bees, <laughs> and they fly. They By do. all known laws of aviation, bees are too heavy to fly. Um, so let's take a look at the Scorpio Weekly horoscope, so we can know what oh. Mothman's up to and what his thing is. Oh no! Um, Go for it. What do we got for Mothman? It's loading because I'm in uh, uh, a little town called Bumblefuck, Maine. Um, it's in the middle Incredible. of Maine, and it's really, there's no internet. I didn't know you could name a town Bumblefuck. I didn't think that was something you could do legally. I think you can legally name a town whatever you want. Um, uh, that's a good point. So this is the week of uh, June, um, mm-hmm. 22nd to 28th, so this ends this week, right? So this is what R- Mothman was up to this week. Um, he set new depth records. Because this Tuesday, June 23rd, 2020, um, Spiritual Neptune kicked off its annual retrograde. You heard that right. I don't know what that means, but Mothman sure as fuck does. Uh, luring Luring you further down the rabbit hole of your imagination. Look, Mothman's going hog wild, all right? He is in this rabbit hole of his imagination. He's doing whatever he wants. Um... He can think it, he can dream it, he can do it. 
Um, he's Mothman. Um, Nef- Neptune's backspin is taking place in Pisces, and your dramatic, flamboyant, and romantic fifth house. Oh shit! Your passion for the mysterious is no secret. Yeah, Mothman. Our passion for your mysteriousness is also not a secret, and I am here for it. Oh no. But with Wait. Neptune in reverse until November 28th, exercise a little self-restraint. Mothman, no bridges this week. Um, when it no comes to your investigation. Um, shadowy Neptune could attract some living on the edge types. Ooh. I'd say Mothman lives on the edge. Um, uh, yeah, the edge of the TNT area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, he does. And I think living in somewhere called the TNT area is definitely on the edge. Um, yeah, honestly, okay. Because, like, when they found Mothman. So we're going with Mothman's birthday being November 12th, 1966. That makes him a Scorpio. Uh, November 15th is the second sighting of Mothman, also in 1966, uh, where two young couples from Point Pleasant told police they saw a large gray creature whose eyes were glowing red, and they described it as the large flying men with ten-foot wings. Uh, it followed their car. Whoa. Like, Wait. low-key chased their car while they were driving in an area outside of town known locally as the TNT area. That's actually kind of sick. The TNT area is pretty metal, considering ACDC did a whole song about it. Yes. (laughs) But also, I'm going to be real with you, Chief. As, like, a fun weekend activity, I don't tend to go to decommissioned World War II munition plants that were used to use to create explosives. You know, that's not really high on the bucket list. You know, also That honestly sounds dynamite. That sounds pretty (laughs) bombastic, if you ask me. Oh my god. She just got fucking clotheslined. (laughs) Why did you set me up for these, Sid? I I wasn't paying attention that you got there on your own. But calling it the TNT area really, really does make it seem like... Okay, if it were called something like the TNT zone, I would be like, all right, that's a zone where people yeah, it's put a, TNT in. Like, it's a like sanctioned zone. Like, caution tape, you've got, like, cones around it, there's at least one sign anywhere in the vicinity that's like, ah, yes, TNT. Saying the TNT area makes it seem like it's just a random field that there's TNT there. Like, that's not a real government facility, that's a Minecraft biome. Like... <laughs> There's no regulation. There's no... Nothing. You've got nothing. There's just TNT somewhere in that area. Don't find it. It'll be bad. Also, there's Mothman. Yeah. Which, okay, A implies that Mothman is either protecting or living in the TNT area, which is very frightening, because all I can picture is, like, Mothman holding TNT and just dive-bombing cars. (laughs) Which is threatening. Wait, Sid. Uh, Wait, Sid. Yeah. Do you think he eats yeah. it? Do you think he eats it? Well, 
that's a that's a good question actually would he eat it would he eat it? like Mothman's... well maybe he enjoys it because it's like you know he likes the potential for this big big light right like he's a moth right you know yeah he wants big light um because that's just how moths do um tnt is just boxed big light tnt is just like big light with a timer to tell you when it's gonna happen and honestly yeah. i think you know you know maybe yeah. maybe he doesn't eat it but maybe he just likes that maybe he likes that that kind of potential for this big light yeah living on the edge living Feeling on that the true edge. scorpio for nature, sure. really you know? really really <laughs> living into his horoscope this week yeah 100 percent in in November fifteenth, nineteen sixty six, Mothman was leaning into his horoscope from the year twenty twenty. But okay, so Mothman does live in that area, you know, Pleasant Point. Yeah, and you'd think that, like, okay, there were books written about Mothman. There's been like a recent resurgence with Mothman that I am choosing to call uh, the Lamp Effect, where people are just drawn to the idea of moths and lamps. Because you had, like... The meme. You had that moth meme. And then, like, everyone was like, you know what would be better than the moth meme? The moth A moth man. man meme. And then they just did that. So it's like everyone got drawn to Mothman. It's the reverse lamp effect. Uh, but this isn't the first, like, example of people being, like, super excited for Mothman. Because in 2002, uh, Point Pleasant held its first annual Mothman Festival. Actually? Yes. Which was, like, started Wait. as a way to get people to visit Point Pleasant. But, like, they chose Mothman to be, like, the center of the festival due to the fact that it would celebrate the town's local legacy. Which pretty much means that when this, like town had their idea where they're like all right guys we gotta brainstorm how we gotta get people into this town they were left with like mothman and the tnt area like, this town <laughs> has like all the cool things just distilled we did a lot of important work during world war ii but after that we don't got anything but we do have a big moth shaped like a man so hear me out a festival yeah i'm and, like, so apparently... down with that actually Wait, next time this the festival happens, attendance? I'm going. I'm going to this festival next time it happens. You want to go? It's in September. Sid, let's go. Sid, we got to go. Every September. We got to yeah. go, Sid. That's uh, non-negotiable. The average... Well, okay. We don't know if they're going to have it this year, first off. That's facts. Uh, That's true. Based on how things be right now. But the average attendance for the Mothman Festival, uh, first off, on the website that I'm at, which is uh, Wikipedia, just because I wanted to see if I could figure out how many people went, uh, it doesn't say the average attendance for the Mothman Festival. It just says the average attendance for the Mothman oh. is an estimated ten to twelve thousand people per year. Ten to twelve thousand. Wow. Which is like for a festival, a pretty big pull. For a festival in the middle of Bumblefuck, West Virginia. Yeah, the town's called that now. I just googled it. Um, it's Point Pleasant. <laughs> it's Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Please. <laughs> yeah, it's Point Pleasant. It's a very pleasant town, and they make a point of it. Um, yep, sure do. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, I want to go to this festival next time it happens. I don't know if it's going to be this September, but, you know, a September, I'm going to go. We should go. I'm going to yeah. go. We should go. So, 
Okay, so the first annual Mothman Festival was held in 2002, but, like, the, there's, like, an actual statue of Mothman there. Yeah, uh, we talked about that like, a little bit. We touched on it. Yeah. Did I tell you who created it? Um, James Earl Jones. Nope. The guy's name is Bob Roach. Bob Roach? Yeah, like like a cockroach, yes. Interesting. Do you think Mothman so then think targeted him? this town has a bug him? cult, yeah. Because I yeah. think moths do eat cockroaches. Don't cite me on that, but... I don't think they do. I'm gonna be real with you. I I'm gonna think... be real. I'm gonna feel so stupid <laughs> after this goes out. <laughs> like our entire Twitter is just the <laughs> cockroaches. We've talked about this. I don't know what gestation periods are. I know cryptids, and that's it. That's all we got. <laughs> I don't even know that. So, and Pokemon. I know so <laughs> much about Pokemon. Did you know that? I don't know um, too much. The first uh, moth-type Pokemon was Mothra. That's a fact. <laughs> I think I just took damage from that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to give you... Like, I felt this pang in my chest <laughs> when I watched you just create that terrible, terrible amalgamation of a sentence you just said. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, that's true facts. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I can't, so. I can't. My goal for this episode is just to say something so stupid that it does actually cause psychic damage. I, I think you did it. I'm, for me, at least, I feel like everyone has a different barometer for psychic damage, but you hit mine real good. Uh, anyway. You're welcome. It was created by artist and sculptor Bob Roach, unveiled in 2003, so the next year. Uh, but then two years after that, the Mothman Museum and Research Center opened in 2005. Research Center? So, Research Center. Uh, hold on a second, Sid. <laughs> yep, I'm holding on. Uh, I just looked it up, Sid, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to apply for, uh, a job at the Mothman Research Center. That's, at that's my life Research now. Center? There's yep. a Mothman app. Oh my god. There's a Mothman app? Wow. There's okay. a Mothman app. It really, it really gets to me that there's there's kind of like this huge kind of fan base for Mothman. And yeah. I'm really into that because I'm a fan of Mothman. I don't really know his whole shtick, but I do know that he collapsed a bridge one time. And I do know that he um, is really cool. He's like part moth, part bird, part man. Um, cool red eyes. Oh, and that's the vibe. Movie. All action, baby. Um, and that's the vibe that I'm really looking for in a partner, a friend, and maybe even a lover. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done just saying stupid shit on this show. With absolute uh, confidence. And me knowing what I know about you, knowing that you are in a committed relationship, I'm just like, I can't. I can't. I can't. I uh, This is my official resignation from just saying the dumbest shit. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> I didn't know you could resign from doing that. Shoot, I've been out here this whole time just saying whatever I wanted to. <laughs> um, I don't think I can uh, officially resign, so I it might slip out from time to time, but I'm trying my best and know that I'm on the path to recovery. And we support you this whole way, this journey <laughs> in which you. you try to recover from <laughs> I just hope Mothman your attitude towards I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of that, by the way, 
Uh, did I mention the activities that happen in the Mothman Festival? I'm sorry to keep going back to this. I just feel no, like it's No, I really want to know everything I can about the Mothman Festival. That's what I'm here for. So it's like, okay, so the festival is held every third weekend of every September. I guess they've been doing this for like 19 years now, I guess. Uh, it would begin in 2002, so that would roughly be, yeah. Yep. This yeah. one would be the That's 19th. Math. It would be the 19th. Uh, festival is held on the third weekend. Uh, it hosts guest speakers, vendor exhibits. Uh, if you guys have ever been, like, on an... Like, I don't know if that's a universal experience, but, like, if your parents ever took you to Gettysburg and you went on those tours where it goes around and, like, talks about the notable events in the area, that's mm. a thing. <gasps> really? Wait, They really? have one of those for Mothman hayride tours of locally notable areas, which is, like... Wait, 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 tour. hayride tours? Hayride tours? Yes. yes. Where to? To the TNT area, my dude. <gasps> Alright, I'm going. Wait, do they also visit this gravesite? Because I I need to know. I emotionally I would need to know. I can't get like a breakdown of the Hayride tours. I imagine that that's like a trade secret is the Mothman Hayride tour. Uh, but I think the key event in the Mothman Festival is the fact that apparently they have pancake eating contests. What? Like that's a big enough feature to be like noted. On Wait, the official are they Mothman-shaped pancakes, or is Mothman just a fan of pancakes? I have to know this. I guess this. Mothman's just a fan of pancakes, man. Like, I guess that's how it is. Wow. I... Truly. As someone who used to, like, eat semi-competitively, let me tell you, pancakes are not on my top list of things that I eat a lot of in a short period of time. Yeah, it seems like it, like... Pancake, pancake eating competitions, you have, like, five minutes to eat as much as you can, and, like, one is it, right? Like, one pancake. <laughs> That's all we got. Well, like, okay, you have to imagine. Mothman is anywhere from between a seven to eight foot tall humanoid creature who flies. The amount of calories he has to burn doing literally anything is probably enough so that pancakes are the only way he can get the amount of carbs he needs to function. Actually, you know? actually, Sid... I think that, like, yeah. to expend that much energy, you need, like, a direct source of protein. Like, I think yeah. you need a direct... I think Mothman's a predator. Mothman's a predator? Yeah, I think he, like, he eats he eats people and animals. Mostly animals, yeah, like, I'm gonna guess, but... Maybe, okay, maybe sometimes he's got a human in there. You know, if he's into competitive eating, he's just, like, slurping down deer, and maybe he just gets a man in there, you know? You know what I'm thinking? Hmm. I'm thinking Mothman, if he is a predator, the things he would probably eat would be bugs. Because do you know why? He's known for dive bombing cars, specifically. Like, he chased those cars. There have been sightings of, like, Mothman hopping on the roof of cars and kind of shaking it around. What is a car if not, like, a big, weirdly colored beetle? Yeah, you know? I mean, maybe. Like, there's there's stuff on the inside of that. If you can just crack that shell open, you're good to go. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't... If see. you're a hungry cryptid, like, a car is just gonna look like a big beetle. Yeah. Some of them are beetles. BW beetle, baby. Like, come I on. I mean, when he's... When he's that big, you know, everything's small to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, maybe a car's just not that big or threatening because like yeah. the lord does say that he's mothman has chased cars like chased yes, them repeatedly. actively 
which is interesting because yeah. either he's like intelligent enough to know that like these are people trespassing on like his territory quote unquote or he thinks it's a beetle but he's like stupid enough to think it's a beetle uh but here's my theory like, is i think he's actually beetles i think he's actually very intelligent that's my thought. Like he would. It's my thought have theory. To be because he predicted this bridge thing, or caused it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Actually, the bridge thing. Yeah, let's talk about it, dude. I want to know the what's up with this bridge? bridge thing. The what bridge? Yeah. It's the silver bridge. Uh, it was. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Okay. Well, apologies. Um. Okay. So in December 15, 1967, there was the collapse of the Silver Bridge and the death of 46 people. This incident kind of, like, sparked this idea of, like, the Mothman legend, like, kind of transferring Mothman out of, like, a one-time sort of, like, oh, that was a weird thing that happened, to, like, an actual, an entire mythos surrounding this creature. Mm -hmm. And that everyone was, like, Mothman showed up in 1966 about, like, because it was November 12th and November 15th that Mothman was seen for, like, the first times. And then the bridge collapse was in December 15th in 1967, a year. Not a year later. No, yeah, like, a year. I know how time works. That would be <laughs> roughly a year later. A year and <laughs> some change. Quarantine has definitely but, uh, dismembered my sense of time thoroughly. I didn't really know how time worked to begin with, so this has really just gone and done it forever now. <laughs> uh, so, like, people were like, Mothman showed up to, like, warn people of this bridge collapsing. Which kind of seems to make Mothman, this is kind of a weird theory, but, like, Mothman is a humanoid creature with, like, big wings, right? Mm-hmm. You know what else oh. is a humanoid creature with roughly big wings? Angels. Angels. <laughs> Mothman. Because, like, people forget that in, like, the idea around angels is some of them aren't, like, human necessarily. And they're, like, a little bit more spooky than one would expect. I'm looking at you, the one with, like, the seven wheels and the million eyes. That one specifically. Mm. Uh, angels Gab are kind of spooky. I'm pretty sure it's Gabriel. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I don't know anything I, about Christianity. I haven't uh, touched a Bible since one burned me, so uh, don't ask. But feel like you should get that checked out. But uh, I know a little bit, but not nearly enough to say. One moment, please. Uh, not nearly moment. enough to say. Oh, I spelled it wrong. Oh no. <laughs> Sid, this is the disaster podcast. I just. I said types of angles. Because, uh, <laughs> like... It's, okay. ar it's archangels, There's... and, like, I think Gabriel's one of them, and, like... Yeah. Yeah, archangels but... have all the, like, million wings and, like, 42 eyes and big swords. Like, the thing that's not quite, like, what we... Like, the sheriff-type angel, where it's, like, a human with wings. So yeah. I'm thinking Mothman is, like, a subcategory of Angel who is trying really hard to warn this community of Pleasant Point that this bridge was going to collapse. Interesting. That's actually a like really cool theory. I like that theory a Coming lot. in advance to kind of let people know, like, is this a thing we got to worry about, you know? Yeah. 
kind of like help him out. And the best thing he could do was like try desperately to get people to stop. Because I imagine that like as a mothman, because like he would appear in a graveyard, you know, like a place where the dead would be resurrected if that were a thing to happen. So he's like waiting in this graveyard to be like a vision, you know, and he tries to like appear in all of his glory to these men. And just can't quite hover properly, so he just kind of dive bombs him and flies away because <laughs> he's too embarrassed. He hadn't really worked <laughs> yeah. out the logistics of it, so he kind of fell. So then he's like too embarrassed, <laughs> he goes and hides out in the TNT area because no one's gonna be there. And then these teenagers drive by, and he's like, This is my chance, I can finally stop people and deliver this message. But then they're driving by in this car that's too fast, so of course he has to like chase after the car. He's got to get them to stop so he can let them know what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know what? If he's zooming. Plausible. Okay, my mic's a little too close to my face. Yeah, I think that's a plausible theory. Not quite bird theory. Not quite bird theory. Well, here's the thing, though, because all cryptids are birds, and that's just the facts. Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Actually, there is a theory going around that it's like a crane or something, right? But I don't think yeah, that like makes a seven sense. foot tall, a seven foot tall crane. That's uh, a big crane. That's like really big for a crane. Also, like, well, I don't think they're native to West Virginia. And also, I not don't think Point really. Pleasant is near a big enough body of water to like warrant a crane being there. Like, I don't think they'd be able to support themselves, especially if they're seven feet tall. You know what I mean? Like, I well, don't... okay. So, there is the Sandhill Crane, which is, like, a large American crane that has a seven-foot-high wingspan with, like, reddish colors around the eyes. Uh, but the theory would be that the bird kind of, like, had a migration route, got distracted for whatever reason, and flew out of it, and ended up in this area. But... It wouldn't be native to the region, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, even, like, losing your migration route, like, I don't know. That just seems like such a stretch, like, like to kind of debunk this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it really feels like a reach to kind of, to kind of defunct this, this thing that people saw. You know, instead of trying to understand it. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think yeah. I believe the crane theory, but maybe Mothman is a different, new, cool type of bird that we haven't seen before. And he could be a new, cool type of bird. You know we what? Haven't seen before a you know brand new. Yeah. There were uh, there were dinosaurs that were um, flying dinosaurs, and they were just gigantic. Like, that's just, like, their whole vibe. They had big heads and big wings, and the rest of them was very tiny. And it's really great. You should go look up um, pictures of it. Are you are you telling me that Mothman was a pterodactyl? Not a ter- Well, kind of a pterodactyl. Is that your but they're, pitch? They're kinda Is like that the your pre- pitch? They're kind of like the precursor to pterodactyl. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, that's my pitch, is that that happened. But, as we all know, all dinosaurs are birds, so... Birds are all dinosaurs, so... I mean, yeah. You know. It's, uh, bird theory's back, yeah. baby. No. <laughs> no. This entire episode was just a pitch for you five months or so after the fact to try to get me to launch on bird theory. 
Look, if the Loch Ness Monster can be a bird, so can Mothman. Mothman is so no, much more plausible than the Loch Ness Monster. No, the Loch Ness Monster isn't a bird. Look, all I'm saying Mothman, is that the Loch Ness Monster is a dinosaur, and birds are also dinosaurs. Therefore, by the equivalence theory, the Loch Ness Monster is a dinosaur, or is a bird. No. So, I mean... You know, it's not that far off that Mothman could be a bird, too. Okay. You know what? Sure. I've been worn <laughs> down at this point. Yes. I am yes. exhausted. I am fending you off with roughly a stick and whatever is left of my sanity, and it's not going too great. <laughs> you have a sword and unrelenting energy. Bird theory is here to stay. Uh, this podcast has shifted from like let's talk about cryptids and have a good time to like you convincing me very slowly that every cryptid is a bird of some kind look the only thing i don't think could be a bird is goat man because or chupacabra uh, chupacabra I, I could be a dinosaur that is a bird i mean that's just facts um if it's like a weird undulate creature maybe it evolved from bird or evolved from dinosaurs that we didn't know about and hid underground and now it's a bird well see all modern dinosaurs are birds that's just how science is (laughs) (laughs) okay i took psychic i took psychic damage from that one uh it's time for me to stop (laughs) that's just how science works uh, as some, you know what? Oh my god! I haven't taken biology in like at least a year or so, but I think I know enough to tell you that that's probably not how that one works, Chief. It's the equivalence theory. It's fine. It's like math. I don't. You know, if two plus one equals three, then and three plus negative one equals. Wait. Are you sure you know how this works in math? Because I really, really, really think you're working with the wrong definition. No, it's like if three, if three, if three plus two equals five, I'm going to try an easier one, okay? If three plus two equals five, and one plus four equals five, then three plus two equals four plus one. That's the equivalence theory. Okay. You got there. I got there. it did take... So, at least a minute for you to do so. If birds are if birds are modern dinosaurs, that's the equivalence there. And Loch Ness monster is a dinosaur that didn't evolve into a quote unquote bird. Well, it's still a bird because modern dinosaurs are birds, right? So, yeah. All right. That's it. That's the theory. That's sure. That's the theory. That's your pitch. I don't actually remember bird theory because it was like five months ago, but <laughs> I remember bird theory. Bird theory has burned itself into my brain and my entire soul. It's been branded like some type of. That's the that's the working theory of, of bird theory. So I mean, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, come support me oh, on my Twitter at Martist on Fire. Um, I need all the support I can get so we can prove to Sid once and for all that um, bird theory is real. I'm so tired. But, uh, thank y'all for listening. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's about time to wrap it up. And I, I really just want to say again, thank you for your patience. Um, 
this has and been. Thank you for your continued support. Yeah. This has been uh, a little bit of a rough semester with everything that's been going on, and I just want to say thank you for sticking with us and uh, continuing to listen to the show. Um, we really appreciate that support. Um, yeah, we do want to say a couple things before we go. Uh, we want to say things like uh, follow us on Instagram, um, mid period podcasts. On Instagram is our handle. Um, we're also on Twitter. And we would also, we're thrilled to announce this, actually, uh, that we have a Twitch channel now. So yes. if you guys are interested in kind of hanging out with us and getting a chance to talk with us live, uh, cross your fingers on that one. We promise we won't bombard you with bird theory. I will do my best. <laughs> but uh, we should be at the midcast on Twitch. All right. I mean, yeah, so... We're going to start twitching. Uh, I almost said start twitching. Streaming. We're going to start uh, streaming. <laughs> yeah, 8 to 10 stream on Wednesdays. Yeah, so catch us 8 to 10 catch on Wednesdays Wednesday at, what was that again? Uh, the Midcast. The Midcast. Awesome. Yes. All right. So, yeah, join us tomorrow evening for some uh, bants and games, and uh, we look forward to seeing you. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, see y'all in the woods. woods. I can edit it.